Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh new conservative voice. The C.L. Bryant Show. Welcome back. Welcome back, everyone, throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet, the greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is America. I want to thank each and every one of you today. It's a very somber day today uh, for coming along with us, though, and uh, building the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation. I was um, uh, sitting here, and what, actually, my den, what my ups, my den, um, and um, where I have done the show for several, several months now. Uh, and I was watching um, the procession and the procedure, the proceedings for Officer Sicknick, uh, fallen capital um, police officer. And another one, another one uh, we're putting to rest. And it's a sad day, truly, in uh, the USA, especially the way that that went down. I'm C.L. Bryant. This is the C.L. Bryant Show. We do honor our fallen officers. And if you're anywhere like, if you like me, uh, you respect and honor those who are running to protect and to serve us on a daily basis. Yesterday, I had on with me um, Officer Henry Whitehorn, Jr. And um, God forbid that we see this type of scene uh, regularly, you know, anymore in America. But unfortunately, I got to tell you, in, in in my in my spirit, in my gut, I um, just feel as though this is going back to the norm of what it was when we were in Obama land. Oh, yeah, police shootings and all that type thing, uh, you know, attacks on police officers was very, very common during Obama. land. you know, it, it appears to uh, my friends that our memories are short. We're going to talk about all of that uh, here in the rest of the show. Coming up in the second hour will be Deontay Johnson. He is the president of um, a Black Conservative Federation, Black Conservative Federation, and uh, we're going to have him on with us, and I certainly want you to hang around for him uh, in the second hour. If you don't get both hours of the C.L. Bryant Show, be sure to download free the C.L. Bryant Show. You know, folks, I'm really thinking about going off uh, grid for um, a little bit, uh, getting my head together while I make the move to to Florida, and uh, I don't know, so... The next couple of days, Super Bowl, Super Bowl weekend, right? Yeah, Super Bowl weekend. Um, I don't know where, 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 where. What do you do anymore? We might talk about that a little bit too later on uh, here today. What, what do we do anymore? All the things that we used to do. 
leading up to Super Bowl. And I remember it vividly from a couple of years ago, because last year, uh, this time, I was just standing on the brink of um, uh, the sickness that my wife had battled for over 10 years um, to um, finally have its run and its course. But she was victorious because uh, God took her home and uh, took her from whatever suffering that she was enduring. But so last year was a last year's Super Bowl, even though I saw it, I think I saw it on replay or something like that. Uh, there was nothing to do then either, you know, as far as it's concerned. But the nation wasn't quite cut down. It wasn't anything for me to do. You know, it was the stuff to do, but it wasn't anything for me to do. This year, I was looking forward to doing something you know, on that Super Bowl weekend. All of you know I'm a, I'm a sports fan. I am a fanatic. I'm kind of like Jesse Waters. Uh, Jesse probably said it best for me. When it comes to sports, sports, just sports, <laughs> especially NFL football and basketball and probably baseball too. I love sports. Uh, don't get a chance to watch it enough. And, you know, but when I do, I like to watch it. And when it's boiling down to the playoffs and I love, uh, you know, basketball season when it's boiling down to the playoffs, love Major League Baseball and, you know, pennant race time. And, of course, championship time season during football season. But I, I'm not, you know, don't get a chance to watch a lot of a lot of um, sports, but I love it. And Jesse once said uh, that, you know, hey, they can wear the hammer and sickle on their socks as long as they play. (laughs) You know, I I, I don't quite go that far, you know, Jesse. Uh, But the National Football League, you you guys better learn your lesson because you're going to lose a lot of people who would support you if you don't uh, learn your lesson. Hey, it appears that... um, the president's been gone now two weeks. President Trump has been gone two weeks, but yet he's still getting the blame for everything. Yeah, he is. And so, um, I don't know. It seems like Pelosi, even Lightfoot in Chicago, Chuck Schumer, everybody, Joe Biden, everybody is still wanting to blame DJT for this. And and get this, get this, get this, get this. You see, right now, America is on the brink of absolutely reopening if, in fact, we can arrest the crazies. And, I mean, sort of put a straitjacket on them. You know what I'm saying? Uh, We're just about to reopen. Why? Why? Because... DJT, Donald John Trump, was able to get pushed through in a miraculous period of time. A vaccine that inoculates us from this this sickness, this virus. A vaccine that... um, Uh, Most likely I'm going to have to take if I want to fly. And, of course, that's my calling card is is airports. Okay. So I'm probably going to have to give the shot. Just just saying. I'm probably going to have to give the shot. I would hate to do it, but I'm going to have to do it. 
I hope something comes along where I don't have to do it. But I have a feeling that it's almost going to be mandated. My point was, how can we vilify DJT for rushing through or getting rushed through an effective, safe vaccine? How, how can you, in good conscience, vilify the person who gives you uh, an opportunity to, who, who, who because of his tenacity, gave us an opportunity to open our businesses and open up our nation again that never should have been cut, uh, shut down if the mask work, right? If the mask work, why should we have shut down business and if they don't work why why in the world are we wearing them anyway let's just go for it huh let's just go for it may you die you die you're gonna die anyway it's appointment <laughs> it's an appointment every one of us have an appointment to die which means that uh, seldom you can rush it yourself i guess by being foolhardy but seldom does a person die outside of that appointment unless they they actually do it themselves and even that could have been an appointment i don't know but I do know this. It is appointed unto man once to die. And scripture says, and then the judgment. So it's an appointment. And so um, I don't, I'm not worried about it because the, I didn't make the appointment. Actually, the appointment was actually given to me, actually. It was given to me. And, and, and so why be afraid of these things? You be cautious. Sure, be cautious. This is the way we've survived yellow fever, scarlet fever, uh, any fever, bird flu, whatever. You know, whatever it is we have survived. We've survived it by being cautious, but we lived our lives. I cannot stand the type of existence that we are forced to live. I can't stand it. And, and quite frankly, uh, this Super Bowl weekend, I, I think I'm going to just, you know, sort of do something. <laughs> I don't know. Just do something to focus it all. I'm getting ready to make this big move, um, moving my whole operation to Florida. Uh, even my Freedom Works activities will be based in Florida. Uh, I'll be flying out of there um, very soon. And it's, it's an emotional move. It's a, it's, it's, it's a huge lift for me. It really is. But here in the last couple of months since I've been planning it, um, it's finally time to pull the trigger on it. And here we go. And, and I'm, I'm just needing to focus. I'm needing to get gather myself uh, because, you know, hey, it's a whole new life. It's a whole new world that I'm about to go to. And for me, it's going to be... A beach life. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a beach life. And, and I'm looking really looking forward to that. I've told you that. So follow the adventures and the journey of CL as he uh, goes forth to find his beach life and uh, see how that pans out for him uh, there in Florida. I'll be um, Hutchinson Island. That's where I'm going to be. I've pretty much decided the location just haven't settled on the place uh, yet. I've decided the location and have a couple of places that are really hot for me and available to me. And so right there on the beach, 
So that's what I'm going to do. Looking back on how all of that transpired, I know it had to be the hand of God that uh, has guided and directed that. I know it had to be. Uh, could not have been any other uh, entity that has guided me to that. And uh, the thing that absolutely tells me is that there are so many blessings that have flourished out of it. Uh, there's been pain uh, along with, with it, but there's blessing uh, in spite of that, in spite of all of that, um, being blessed greatly. And so I'm going to embrace that, embrace the blessing. I'm not going to um, in any way go away from it. I think that there is certainly um, God ordering steps, and he's certainly ordering mine. And I am going to go for it there in the Sunshine State. Lived there uh, many years ago. Jane and I lived there many years ago, about 25, 25, approaching 30 years ago, lived there. I pastored a church uh, there out in Thonona, Sassa. I was out in Thonona, Sassa, Florida, right, suburb of Tampa. And um, look forward to coming back, although down where I'll be is much different than Tampa. Much different. Atlantic Coast instead of Gulf Coast. Whole different vibe. All of that. Well, coming up, as I told you earlier, will be the uh, president of Black Conservative Federation. That is Deontay Johnson. And uh, just FYI, all of you know, it is Black History Month, right? And uh, Black History Month uh, entails a lot of things that are that lend themselves to perpetuating codependency of a, a, a demographic of people on big government. Might as well talk about this, and I wish that there were more Caucasians who would have the courage to say it, and I know that you don't want to because you just don't want to get into that uh, type of situation, and you don't want to be called ugly names. I don't blame you. Who does? And surely in this climate, you're, if, you're about to, if you were to say what I'm about to say, uh, you would get called ugly names. I'm going to get called ugly names, and I'm black. And I'm about to say what I'm about to say, so you... Certainly couldn't say it, I don't think, in, uh, without being absolutely confronted and attacked. Not in today's America. There is no room for dialogue. There is uh, no room for conversation. Everyone just wants to sort of kick you for whatever it is they want to kick you for. And you take it for a while and then you go on, you move on. And let somebody else kick you. <laughs> And so what I wanted to tell you is this, and what I wish that Caucasians, white folks in this country could say and would say, is that you have looked at the things that other people have tried over a period of time, and it just doesn't seem to be working for you. Same things you're mad about um, 50 years ago. Seems like you're still mad about them. Something's not working for you. The, the, the same issues, seemingly that your your parents, your your grandparents, uh, uh, 
struggled with and were concerned about. You, you seem to be concerned about the same things, that something's not working for you. What is that? If you turn on your television, you can see what that is. One of them is a man who has been there uh, stroking your, patting you on the head, you know, just pat, patting you on the head and saying, I'll make it better for you. Joe Biden has been saying that for nearly 50 years. And he learned how to say it from Ted Kennedy. Who, if he had been alive today, he'd probably still be in the um, Senate for nearly 60 years. <laughs> yeah. There's no question about it. Joe Biden, just turn your television on. Joe Biden has been saying the same things that he has been saying to the American people and to black folks in particular for 50 years, nearly 50 years. And he has actually changed his tune when he's speaking to black people. I've never. Yeah, he's done that. Put y'all back in change kind of thing, too. You know, yeah, that's Joe. He's done that. Pandering, I don't know why you like it so much. Americans, I don't know why you like it so much. Black folks, I don't know why you like it so much. Why do you like it when people uh, just pander to you? As a radio talk show host and entertainer and all this kind of thing, even a minister, uh, as a minister of the gospel, people will blame you or, or accuse you of telling people what you feel they want to hear. That's not me. No, no, I'm, I'm telling you what I think. I'll tell you what I think. But I, I can't uh, waste time, my time crafting in my mind what it is you want me to tell you and what you want to hear. That is far too much work. I can just tell you how I feel, tell you what I think. That's all I can do. But I'm, I'm certainly not going to waste any time trying to tell you what I think you want me to tell you to make you feel good. I, I don't, I don't, I've never engaged in that. And I don't like for people to do that to me. I don't like people to pander to me. Okay. And, and, and there are so many uh, times that I can look back at the Democrat Party and say without a doubt all they're doing is pandering. All they're doing is saying something to try and make me feel good. Make me think that they know how I feel. No. No. Nobody can know that. And anybody who tries to tell you what you think what they think you want to hear uh no i'll be back (laughs) 
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. CL back with you on this great day, still in the USA, because of you. Uh, the nation is not um, strong or popular or, you know, because of who's in the White House. No, it never has been that way. The nation is strong because of you. And uh, there is a character check that's going on right now. There's a character check that's going on with the nation. I mean, hey, if you find that you've been doing the wrong thing, uh, stop doing it and do the, start doing the right thing. I mean, yeah, it uh, it's really is that simple. It's hard to make the decision sometimes, but it truly is that simple. Difficult to put in practice sometimes. But it truly is that simple. If you find yourself American, Americans, uh, doing the wrong thing, um, do the right thing. And, um, you know, stop, you know, going a different direction. And the scripture calls it repenting and turning around, going a different direction. And sometimes, however, you can be doing the right thing. Yeah. But you just don't do it long enough. Oh, I don't think you heard me. I don't think you hear me. Sometimes you are actually doing the right thing. But you don't do it long enough. Why? You get tired. You know, why? I mean, immediately the gratification that uh, you were uh, expecting to receive, you just didn't get that. So uh, not immediately, but it, it was there. And, and what, what took away the joy of, of, of what we were experiencing was this COVID thing, Americans. We were experiencing, listen, I have nephews, I have nieces and, you know, grandkids and all this kind of stuff. They all were working before COVID. Every one of them were working before COVID. They had been working. They weren't working before 2017. Uh, but they all were working. In fact, the uh, unemployment rate among young people, black young people, white young people, Latino young people, all young people, American young people was absolutely amazing. It was just low, low, low. Our memories are short. There's no question about it. We, we, were, we had it great. Oh, people were making money, beginning to make money again. But I, I do bring this warning to you, and I'm certainly not pandering to you, not the way Joe Biden panders to black folks. And he's, who's, who he's been telling the same line to for nearly 50 years. Joe's never done anything, nothing. And, and I've been around all 50. I've been around all 50 of them. 
And I am telling you, not anything that I've heard, nothing somebody told me, I am telling you what I've seen with my own eyes. And there was a time when all that kind of flowery words and great promises and all this kind of thing that Democrats and people like Ted Kennedy and Joe Biden would tell black folks, we really actually believe that. But hey, let's look back over this now. Let's just take an honest and earnest look back over this. What has Joe Biden, is there a piece of legislation in, in, in anywhere that Joe Biden has ever sponsored, signed on to, that has helped our society, period. Not black folks, our society, Americans. Joe's been talking the same thing for 50 years. He's never done anything. When he ran for president, the two other times that he ran for president, he only got 1% of his party's uh, endorsement, 1%, which means he never made it to any primaries. Kamala Harris got less than that. And hey, I have friends in California. I'm talking about, I'm talking about Democrat friends, liberal friends who knew her. <laughs> I met her myself. Yeah, but they knew her. They can tell you. Mm, shouldn't be vice shouldn't be a heartbeat from the presidency of the United States there are black men who uh, who've been in jail was incarcerated because of her and Joe you know Joe uh, my goodness how many black men might have been incarcerated because of Joe Biden's stance on prison reform and Kamala Harris she was sending him in jail hand over fist if you were black or Latin and you were in her justice system in California and you did something uh, that really could have gotten you uh, maybe, was it, parole, probation or parole somewhere else. No, man, you're going to jail. Kamala's sending you to jail. Which, hey, I'm, I'm all law and order too, but let's be consistent in our disbursement of that. Let's not go totally limp rag liberal when you're in the glare of the cameras you go soft on 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 crime when you were tough on it when you were the attorney general of california huh you were tough man you're not tough you're not tough now though and 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 they have been pandering to us Joe Biden in particular for 50 years. They've been, listen, go back and listen to the speeches. They have been telling us the same thing for 50 years. And nothing, they've never done anything. The same arguments, the same things that, that folks were mad about 50 years ago, seems like mad about now. Huh? Black folks in particular. Hey, we were mad 50 years ago, mad now. I'm not. Because, I. hey, listen, you may, you may take exception to what I'm about to say. But, uh, but this is the way it goes. And this is the way it should go. 
in every individual citizen's life, you have to make up your mind that you are going to get yours. And you have to make it up in your individual mind that uh, you're able to get yours because the opportunity is there. Me, just the way I approach things, if the opportunity is there and it's beneficial, it can promote the kingdom of God and also the steps that I have been ordered to do to make. Then I'm going to go get that because by helping, by doing what I do, I'm able to help other people. A lot of people think when you say uh, go and get yours, that just means that you're just thinking about you. No, you're thinking about what you can do if you got yours for others. That's what getting yours is all about. There's a whole uh, sphere of things. There's a whole globe of things that a person who gets theirs can do for people who are in their world. But you got to get yours in order to actually disperse the blessings that God gives you that he puts on you by walking and the steps that he by, by making the steps that he's ordered you to, to make. Huh? Can't help nobody. if You can't help yourself. Right. If you can't help you. You can't help me. Right. If I can't help me, I can't help you. Because what's the first thing you're going to say? No, man, I ain't got it. Hey, I wish you could. I mean, I, and, 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 and folks, um, there have been times way back in my life when I know that there were people who came to me for help. But you know what I had to say? I wish you could. But I ain't got it. Can't help me. You know, uh, uh, kids with the flu and. The wife's, uh, you know, uh, needing this or whatever, needing a new uh, washer, dryer, whatever, you know, and, and I, and I, you know, I can't do it. Wish you could help. Can't help me. I can't help you. That's where that goes. So what is the secret to a prosperous America? What is it that they, the Biden people will destroy? They'll destroy the ability of you to get yours. They're already doing it. Listen, how many times do I have to tell you? I've tweeted, I've, I've tweeted it out. It's a pic of me and, and the president together. And the caption on the tweet says, if they can do this to the president of the United States. Deny him due process. They can do it to you. They can do it to him. They can do it to you. They can silence your voice. If they can do it to him, they can do it to you. They've done it to him. My friend Mike Lindell. They did it to him. Oh, they're big fish. Super, super, super wealthy men. You know. 
They're, they're, they're beyond just having money. <laughs> no, no, no. They have to silence their voices. Yeah. And that's what they did with Mike Lindell. Silence his voice. Why? Because they didn't like what he said. Is it, are you hearing me? Mike, of course, has, uh, I guess he has more television time than anybody because that's what you do in America. You promote the thing that helps you get yours. And when you get yours, uh, if you are of a Christian um, flavor like I am, if you are a Christian like I am, I am a Christian uh, follower, a Christ follower, a follower of Jesus Christ, unashamedly, unabashedly that, then once you get yours, you, you help others. But is there a, an absolute uh, movement toward quieting voices like mine? Why? Why? Is, is what I'm saying hateful? No. If I were to say we need to take our country back, that's not hateful. No, it's not. My grandfather, if he were to see where we are right now, if he were to come back and see where we are right now, your grandfather too, I don't care what color they are, and they see our kids in the state that they're in, if they were able to see uh, the type of stuff that we vote on, vote for, oh yeah, I know the times they are changing, but there are certain things about uh, right and wrong and structures and and morality for a nation that doesn't change. It shouldn't change. It does, and obviously it has. But if it changes, it changes the nation because it changed the definitions. And the definitions lead us to destinations. Am I right about it? Whatever, however you define your life, that is where you're going. If you define your life as a life that is going to lose, then I'm sorry. If you define your life with, as a life that shall win and you surround yourself with people who win, hey, Get ready, get ready, get ready to do what? To win. I don't have time for anything else. I really don't. And, um, you know, you sometimes you you try and um, bring people along with you and you, you, you know, and you just find that it's just, just too much energy. In America, that's what we were doing when we had uh, the EU, which we are yeah, about to have again dragging on our our coattails. We 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 drug them we, we defended them, we defended them, we paid their way. And what do they do? Treat us like idiots. And that's all the president was saying. That we should be tired of that. We I mean and yeah we went along with it for a long time. We went along with it for for much longer than we should have. No, you're tired of it. You know that you can be treated, if you're going to be treated bad, be treated bad by somebody who at least uh, appreciates what you do. And they didn't appreciate anything that you did for them, America. 
The EU did not appreciate it, but Trump had them in line. He had them at least paying their fair share. Not anymore. Joe Biden is taking us right back into the arms of those who would beat us and and abuse us and uh, misuse us. And even an old dog gets tired of being kicked. Huh? And that's what the president was saying to us. We we were we were tired. We, We should be tired of being kicked by these people all the time. Everything good that you even when you did something good for them, they uh, had a criticism. America was tired of being kicked. But this is what you have done. You have now taken us right back, Joe Biden. To the place where we received the worst kicking. And that was by people who we considered allies who turned on us. But I tell you what, the gift that keeps on giving is the policies that these Democrats are trying to put forth that's going to cost us more money than we have and they want to take us further than we want to go. And they want to make us stay longer than we want to stay. And it appears we're going to have to stay at least two years. And that is much longer than we should be staying, hanging around these socialists. But uh, I want you to watch how God works here. Watch how God will work here. The very policies that they want to initiate will cause the American people to uprise. No, I am not calling for an uprising. Do not get this twisted. But the very policies that they were biting at the bits, itching to put on you that somebody thought was a good idea, at least 69 million people thought was a good idea because it certainly wasn't 80 million because they didn't win the race. They didn't win the presidential race. Trump won, won that race in a landslide. And you can call me stupid, a uh, uh, Neanderthal, whatever. He won the race in a landslide. I know he did. Deontay Johnson's going to be on with me uh, in the next hour. And we're going to talk a little bit about that. He is the president of uh, Black uh, Confederation, Black Conservative Federation, Black Conservative Federation. He'll be on with me. And we're going to talk a little bit about that. But Trump won this race. We delivered Black Voices for Trump and Evangelicals for Trump. Uh, black Voices actually turned out eight more percentage points of black vote to the president than he had the first time. That was eight percentage. That was eight percentage points. So he had 16% of the black vote going to Trump. Just a small move like that tells the entire tale. I'm CL. Don't go anywhere. I'll be back in just a few minutes with more of the C.L. Bryant Show. You thought I was worth saving So you came and changed my life You thought I was worth keeping So you cleaned 
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. I do the best I can. Always lend a helping hand. And for the flag I stand. CL, back with you on this great day in the USA. So glad that you come along with me as we build a bridge to conversation right here on the CL Bryant Show. Well, uh, Joe Biden is signing away the American birthright uh, here in this country. Three more orders reversing Trump on immigration. Yeah. Uh, Joe Biden signed three more executive orders yesterday uh, to reverse policies of the Trump administration, reinstating incentives. Huh? Reinstating incentives for people to enter our country, our homeland, our backyard, come through the come come on in illegally. And you know, I have to agree with uh, also a buddy of mine. In fact, when he was running for Senate, uh, Michelle and I had him on the show regularly. He's now a um, Capitol Hill rock star, uh, Senator John Kennedy from Louisiana. John was on the show regularly, but you know what? I heard something John say the other day, or I guess it was yesterday, or maybe it was this morning. I don't know. But I I heard him say that folks, duh, illegal, immigrant means illegal. They shouldn't be here. That's what that means. And uh, I don't understand why we have why why is this so hard? I don't I don't understand why this has to be so hard, friends. We have people lining up to come into our country illegally, and you have a, 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 a total jughead. And who is being run by Nancy Pelosi and some kid from New York. That's, that's who he's run by. You have him going along with that type of invasion. We were being invaded at our southern border before Donald John Trump came along. We were being overrun. How short, how short is your memory? You remember that uh, when when he was trying to put that down and when he did eventually put that down, they did everything they possibly could do to make him look like a villain. They made him look like he was putting kids in cages and treating them like greyhounds or dogs or something. 
all of that not true, along with the Russian collusion, along with all of that, that, that type of th- stuff that came along, the impeachment scam, we are rapidly looking, we're rapidly there again. And that was, if you remember where we were four years ago, it wasn't anything good. Obama land was not nice. And Joe Biden, I'm going to be honest with you, is making Obama look moderate. Of course, uh, Hillary Clinton would have done the same thing. That's the whole game. It's, prog- it's a progressive game. Progressive chokehold. Yeah. Yeah, and when you master that, you can put them to sleep. And that's what they're doing to to they're trying to do to us. Oh, there's a way out of the there's a way out of that out of the sleeper hole. You know, but anyone who's mastered it can gradually put you to sleep. And friends, for whatever reason, America, you have allowed the Democrats to get the type of position on you where they can put a sleeper hold on you. You have let them get their arms around your throats again. You better learn how to break that hold. I've told you on many occasions, I'm not going to tell you today. Yeah, you, you need to know how to break that that hold that they have on you because they are there's a malaise, there's a sleep that they're wanting to put you in, and they're going to do it, and and they're taking you back while while you're in that twilight place, and and believe me, doesn't it seem like the twilight zone, huh? Doesn't it? It seems like. The twilight zone. Nothing seems Job. And one of the reasons why it seems so much like the twilight zone is because you have the reality. Whether you call him president or not, which I don't. But you have the reality of Joe Biden being in the old office. That is not a nightmare. You cannot wake up. You know what? Maybe I am asleep. <laughs> what? Am, God, maybe I'm dream. Am I dreaming all of this? It, could we be having a, a mass dream, a mass nightmare? Well, I tell you what, we better wake up and have mass hysteria and never let it happen if we are dreaming. But I fear, my friends. <laughs> I, 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 I do fear, my friends, that the cold, harsh light of day, the reality of where we are right now is got us right here with our eyes wide, wide open. Huh? They they want you to operate from eyes wide shut, but 
The reality is, just turn on your, your televisions. You'll find all kinds of things there. You'll find that Joe Biden's in the Oval Office. You'll find that uh, America is the most racist place on the face of the planet. Uh, you'll find racism everywhere on your television. You'll find Joe Biden on your television. You'll find a racist nation being touted by Joe Biden on your television. And the only place where you can go where you will not see that racism and where you probably won't see Joe Biden. Well, in fact, I know you're not going to see Joe Biden. You never saw him when he was running for president of the United States. You didn't see him. So you're certainly not going to see him if you do what I'm about to tell you, where you can, you know, where you know you're not going to see racism and you're not going to see Joe Biden. Drive around the streets of your city. Go to, well, you can't, I don't know if they have movies. Well, the other movies, the movie houses are open again. Uh, Go to the mall, um, the grocery store, go to a car dealership, looking at a new vehicle, actually. Uh, Go to, um, hmm, anywhere. Go to Target, go to Walmart, go to Albertsons, go to uh, Brookshire's, go there. If you want to go to a place where you're not going to see any racism or Joe Biden, go to any of those places I've just named. Walk down the streets of your neighborhood. If you're, you know, not a, <laughs> you're not living in a Democrat-run city. Well, you're afraid to walk down the street to your city, as so many of us are here in Shreveport, because it's a Democrat bastion run by Democrats who uh, you have uh, leadership, a mayor who says, well, you know, yeah, it's dangerous out there at night and uh, just stay home. (laughs) No, give me the mayor that takes the muzzle off of our police force that we pay and we tell them by whatever means necessary make my city streets safe for the citizens that I serve by whatever means necessary rock the criminals world rock it if I were king of the forties, but anyway, <laughs> yeah, that's what uh, that's what a mayor should do. Is their mayor, and that is uncuff your police force and let them bring law and order to the city streets by whatever means necessary. Oh, we'll see. We'll, we'll keep an eye on it. Oh, we'll, we'll keep an eye on, on how it's done and, and who it's done to and all of that type thing. We'll keep an eye on it. The citizens will. But we hire them so that we can drive our streets, we can walk our streets and be safe. And I understand that nobody's totally safe from a person who wants to harm you. Yeah. But even now, it seems that even friends are out to harm you. 
do you harm? It's a brave new world that we live in. And, of course, uh, the, the scripture uh, pretty much, well, it, it does. It tells us very plainly that this time would come where people would betray one another in order to gain favor with government. That's what it is. Government is watching you. And it has such a grip on the people. Matthew 24, check it out. Uh, it has such a grip on the people that they began to uh, betray one another because of the grip that government has on them. They're afraid even to be called Christians and they're turning in people who are. They're afraid to be called Christians. They're afraid to be called people of faith and they then they turn in people who are. It's already been told that times will come like that. You are witnessing. You are witnessing the platform, the, the foundation of that being built right now. You're, you're witnessing it. You're, you're what, witnessing it. When you start seeing people being banned, Christian voices like uh, Mike Lindale, being banned from platforms that are open to the public, and you have these people who are able uh, arbitrarily to just ban them, their voice. They do it to them. And of course, Mike Lindell and of course, the president is mega, mega millionaire. They're beyond just people with money. But when you're able to silence their voices on a, on a public platform, you are laying the groundwork for a time that will come where people will be afraid to say what's on their minds. And because they think they'll win favor with those who are in power to ban voices, they will actually turn you in. If you seem to be someone who's not going along with the program. You better hear me. We live in times where we had better be if 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 not vigilant before, vigilant now. I'll be back. I'm just a pilgrim on this road, boys. I'm just a pilgrim on this road, boys. I'm just a pilgrim on this road, boys. Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh new conservative voice. The C.L. Bryant Show. Welcome back. 
Welcome back, everybody, throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet. The greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is uh, America. Thank all of you for coming along with us as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation right here on the C.L. Bryant Show. If you don't get both hours of this show, Download free the C.L. Bryant Show app and uh, listen to us wherever you go. All of the shows are um, right there, contained right there on uh, that. Now, I want to thank all of our terrestrial and replay stations around the country. I want to thank uh, Loving Liberty there in Utah, calling you out by name, Loving Liberty. I want to thank you for bringing us into your family. And, of course, all of you are listening to us uh, via the flagship station of the C.L. Bryant Show. And that is the largest platform in uh, the nation for talk, and that's Red State Talk, Red State Talk Radio. And uh, I certainly am glad that you are able to come along with us as we build the bridge daily right here, 12.05 until 2 p.m. in the East every day. I was telling you uh, earlier in the show that, uh, of course, I'm in the the process, um, my daughter's, well, my daughter's not going with me immediately, but uh, she's coming down. I don't know where she's going to land in Florida or on the island with me, but um, making a mammoth move, making a mammoth move, uh, moving my entire operation to Florida and um, probably going to get some office. Well, not not a bunch of office space, but I'm going to get a, get some office space, too, down there so that um, I, I might set up BMG. Well, I'm going to have to set up PMG <laughs> uh, there because uh, I'm, I'm going uh, down there. And so we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens once we get to sunny Florida. I like the vibe. I uh, am uh, in the process, although I have one place in particular. I don't want it to get away, but I'm a looking. I'm looking maybe, just maybe. There is something a little bit better. Uh, I don't know, but this one would ju- would do me just fine. It'd do just fine. If uh, I can just go ahead and grab that, it'll do just fine. And then later on, I'm looking to, um, if, if I decide to, you know, over, the, over the years, if I, over the years, if I decide to stay in Florida, and it seems like, folks, uh, Florida's going to be a, a destination. Florida, Texas, Georgia, um, Tennessee. All of those are going to be destinations, but I, I'm sorry to say Louisiana is, well, I'm happy to say Louisiana is my home. I'm proud uh, to be from Louisiana, uh, my home, but I'm sorry to say that my home is no longer friendly to the type of business that I do and the type of things that I, I do. So, uh, and even we at FreedomWorks, we're taking a different direction. I told all of you about the YouTube channel. We've got the backdrop already done, really nice backdrop that we've gotten uh, for my YouTube show that's soon to, to come on. Uh, have our own YouTube channel, FreedomWorks Real Talk, C.L. Bryant. Yeah, FreedomWorks Real Talk, Real Talk, C.L. Bryant, FreedomWorks, however that goes. Uh, but the banner says it all, you know, uh, soon. And so that'll be emanating from um, from Florida, from Hutchinson Island. I haven't decided on which beach on the island I'm going to live uh, yet, but I am close, <laughs> very close. 
us to doing that. All right. Coming up in the show is my good buddy, Deontay Johnson. He is the president of Black Conservative Federation. Black Conservative Federation. Uh, He is someone who is a doer. Uh, He's not lazy. He is a doer. I run into a lot of people in my life who are talkers, you know, and, um, but no one, no one can ever accuse me of, of just being a talker. No, I, I'm, I'm a guy who, if I say it, then I see it. I'm going to do it. I say it. I, first you see it. Yeah. First, first I saw and my, you know, my pastor is a, a real James A. McManus, Word of God Ministries. Uh, that's my, that's my home church. That's my pastor. Um, James McManus is my pastor. And, and, and one of the first things that grabbed my attention when we were one-on-one personal, uh, talking to one another, when we first met years ago now, he said, CL, we were, we were at lunch. We were breaking bread. Uh, the Lord has shown me that if I can see it, Say it, can do it. <laughs> and that's, I'm not talking about this visualization stuff. No, that's word. That's all word. In fact, that's 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 word from the very beginning of the word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you can say it, see it, it. Uh, it happens. God saw what he said. God said what he saw. God saw what he said. And it was so. And we're made in that image. And that's the principle that I operate in. That's the principle I live my life uh, with. I, I see what I say. And I say what I see. And it materializes. It happens. Because anything, look in your house. Look around you. Look around you. You created all of that. You have that, that's the image that you're created in, the image of God. You create your environment. Whatever is around you, you most likely you put it there. Huh? Most likely you put it there. Or you chose to be in that environment. So you put it there, so you put yourself there. So you create that little world that you, that you live in. And Americans, that's what we are doing Right now, believe it or not, the people that you are putting around you, the Joe Bidens, the, the, the Pelosi's, uh, Acacia Cortez, uh, whoever it is, Donald Trump, whoever, whoever you bring into your life, you have to evaluate what do they offer to your world. What do, they, what, do they, what do they offer to your world? What do they bring with them to create, to make that world expand? Okay? And right now, when I'm looking at the leadership that, that, you, that you have, um, Americans, that we have, because in, for me, of course, by proxy, <laughs> you know, I mean, hey, you guys voted, and so hey, it's just uh, 
you you did it. You did it when you put that guy in office. You put him in there for me too. Unfortunately, that's what you did. And there's no. I have many liberal friends. I have many friends uh, who are not Democrats. I have many friends who are not Democrats. Friends. I mean, friends. You know, we may not be as close as we once were, <laughs> but we're friends. And they voted according to the statistics or at least the numbers that came in. They voted him in. I don't believe that. Call me a Neanderthal or a pagan, whatever. I don't believe that. But that's what we're rolling with, right? Evidently, you swore him in. Evidently, you swore him in. So, uh, (laughs) where do we go from here? And what are we doing here? The people that you put around you, Joe Biden, Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, uh, Alexandra Cortez, uh, you've put Tlaib, you've put Omar, you've put Presley and that nut from Hawaii, you, 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 you've put them in your government sphere. And yes, elections have consequences, or th- stolen ones certainly do. Call me a Neanderthal, call me crazy or whatever, but it just makes sense to me to have my doubts when you want me to believe as a black man, knowing black people the way that I do, knowing how they feel about Joe Biden. And we're going to talk about this with Deontay Johnson coming up here in just a few minutes. We're going to talk about this with him here in about uh, nine minutes. I, I, I know that it's a lie when you tell me that Joe Biden got more votes more black votes than Barack Hussein Obama. Even being a black conservative and, 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 and hearing those words, uh, those are insulting to me to think that Democrats think so little of you, black voters who vote Democratic. They think so little of your cognitive abilities that they are telling you that Joe Biden got more votes than the beloved in the black community, Barack Obama. That's what they want you to believe. And they believe that you are stupid enough to believe it. They believe that you are stupid enough to believe that. And what have they done? How have they helped you believe it? They have helped you believe it by bringing along people like James Clyburn, Kamala Harris, Stacey Abrams, 
Uh, Warnock, Purdue, not Purdue, but Arsoff, who beat Purdue in that race. Arsoff, who beat Purdue in that race. They're doing it with leftist idealism and people who look black and they have uh, made you believe that they are your friends. But have you ever taken into account that neither Kamala Harris nor Barack Obama have any slave history in this country? None. Oh, no, no, no. The people that they have presented to you, America, as folks representing uh, Afro-America, Americans who came here to slavery from Africa, Afro-Americans. They want you to embrace those as Afro-Americans who have no African-American roots in this country. They want you, black American, to embrace that person, too. And because uh, you can say, oh, they look like me. Oh, we, 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 we ate the, we, no, 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 they're, they're not like you at all. Barack Obama and Kamala Harris are not like you at all. They're exp- and I'm not talking about because they're mixed race. Uh, listen, I mean, I wasn't. Um, there's no one, especially me, that will ever speak against mixed marriages or interracial marriages. Just trust me. But they don't have Afro-American pedigree is what I'm saying. And, and that comes with having had ancestors who were slaves in this country. Barack nor Kamala have that type of pedigree. You notice I did not say uh, Willie or Sheila. I said Barack or Kamala. I did not say Al or Jesse. No, not even Allen or Allen or CL or Herman. I didn't or, or Clarence along with Condoleezza. Now that's a black name there. <laughs> that name is as black as Draymond. <laughs> oh my goodness. I think Draymond is, I agree with, I agree with uh, Dave Chappelle. I think Draymond Green is probably the blackest name that you can possibly. And and then in my opinion, Condoleezza comes real close to that. But none of them have been even approached good enough to be presented to the American people as uh, all and all of them have slave history in this country, in this country. But but neither one of the people who have ascended to VP or president in this country representing or in black folks want to be so proud of. They have no slave history in this country whatsoever. But yet they're pawning them off to you. They want you 
to believe that Joe Biden, along with Kamala Harris, who even black people in in California have problems with. They want you to believe that they got more votes than Barack Obama. The first person of color to become president of the United States. I will never say he was the first Afro-American president. He wasn't. Uh, I would have been. Uh, Al Sharpton would have been. Jesse definitely would have been. Muhammad Ali would have been. Jackie Robinson would have been. Frederick Douglass, definitely. Booker T. Washington, for sure. W.B. Du Bois, yeah. All have slave history in this country. But not Kamala Harris and Barack Obama. And black folks, Barack Obama got a whole lot of votes. More votes at the time than anybody had gotten. Donald Trump broke that record. They're wanting you to believe that Joe Biden got more votes than Donald Trump and Barack Obama. They think you are stupid. And if you believe that, you don't believe that, do you? You don't believe that, do you? You just went along with the pro. Tell me, tell, just tell me that you went along with the program to go along so that everybody. But you know what? It leaves you looking crazy because it leaves you looking used. It leaves you looking as though you will believe anything they want to tell you just so you can keep getting their free stuff. That's sick. That's twisted. And it is proof positive that you have been hoodwinked, bamboozled, and swindled by the elite liberal Democrat Party by buying into and eating up what Joe Biden has been telling you now for 50 years. I'm CL. Be back with Deontay Johnson in just a minute. Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Are lifted high. Our hearts are bowing in reverence. 
CL back with you on this great day in the USA. So glad that you are able to come along with me as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation right here on uh, the CL Bryant show. And hey, folks, um, if you don't get both hours of the show, download free the CL Bryant show app and uh, all the shows are archived. There, and we certainly want to thank you for coming along with us uh, as we build the bridge here daily red state talk radio the largest talk platform in the nation we are proud to be a part of them and they being our flagship station if you're traveling through times square be sure to look up above the iconic ripley's believe it or not and there you will see the red state talk billboard housed above ripley's and every hour 24 hours a day, the C.L. Bryant Show pops up there looking right back at you in Times Square is old C.L.'s face. And I want to thank you for making the show as popular as it has become. Black Conservative Federation has a president and they're doing a great work. And I want you to hear from him right now for the first time on the C.L. Bryant Show Help me welcome to the show the president, Black Conservative Federation. Deontay Johnson, how are you, brother? CL, I am blessed and highly favored, as they all say in the olden days. Absolutely, man. And I tell you, the olden days better come back today because we needed some blessing and highly favoring, brother. I've got to tell you that. There's no question about it. Absolutely. Yes, sir. You know, Deontay, I was privileged to serve with you on Black Voices for Trump aboard for the President of the United States. It was an honor, and I certainly hope that we are able to serve again. But you are the president of Black Conservative Federation, and I would like for you to share with us how to get a hold of you and, of course, what is Black Conservative Federation. Talk to us about it. So you can visit us at bcfaction.com. Again, that's bcfaction.com. And, you know, what we do is in the name. We do the action. Um, We are a hub for black conservatives. And so we support black conservative candidates. We support black conservatives in helping them find jobs in the conservative movement. We promote conservative values in non-conservative communities. But we also promote educational um, advancement, community involvement, and we also promote one of the biggest things is economic stability, financial literacy, um, helping people um, learn more about the stock market, helping people advance more economically. And the reason we focus on those things is because we believe that those are the those are the keys to open the door into the conservative community. Um, one thing that we always say in the Black Conservative Federation is. Um, a black conservative, we want to reach out to those who don't yet know that they are conservative. A black conservative is someone who dares to believe the teachings of their grandparents. And so we want to bring those teachings of our grandparents back and really push it back into the black community that these are conservative values. You are actually a conservative. This is not a warning. This is a this is a announcement that you are a conservative. You're not going to become a conservative. You wasn't. You, you didn't used to be a conservative, but you are a conservative 
absolutely right now. And, you know, and so, when we think about uh, our, our party, both of us uh, are black conservatives, full disclosure for everyone out there. Both of us are black conservative businessmen in this country, and mostly we probably vote uh, Republican because uh, that's the way it goes right now. And, that, and Deontay, speak to this. Our first home as black people in this country was the Republican Party. Talk to that and then circle back around to a thought that you uh, brought to my mind. What is our relationship as far as black folks with our money? Do we have a healthy relationship with our money? But first, uh, what wasn't the Republican Party uh, our, our first home? It was our first home, um, as we remember. Uh, Frederick Douglass himself said that uh, that he's a died in the war Republican, and he 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 intended to be a part of no part of the party of freedom and progress. And so that was our first home. We talk about how the first con- congressional members, first black congressional members, were Republican. We talk about why the Republican Party was even established was to establish to get rid of slavery, and so. You know, and then you have those people who say, oh, well, the party switched. The party didn't switch. Uh, the Democrats has always been against the black community. The Democrats have always been the party of slavery. They have not switched. What happened was is that the Whig Party split up and part of the Whigs became the Republican Party. And then the Whigs disappeared. And then you just have the Republican Party and the Democratic Party. But nothing switched. Nothing flipped. Uh, when it came to Republicans and Democrats, the Democrats have always been that party that has been against the African-American community. We talk about LBJ, who made the famous quote that I won't repeat on air, but we can t- we, he, that he wanted to make sure that he kept black people right where they were but with his welfare plan. You know, and you're so, right. You're absolutely right. And folks, if you haven't seen the movie, it's with Woody Harrelson. Uh, playing, I think he's playing L. Yeah, Woody Harrelson. I think it is, but he's playing LBJ. See the film. It, it, it is a really, it, it is historically pretty accurate. And uh, you're you're absolutely right. But our relationship with money, Deontay. Uh, have have we had, have we had? Uh, and my special guest is Deontay Johnson, president of Black Conservative Federation. We're going to tell you all about how to connect with them here in just a minute. But let's get his take on uh, the relationship that Black folks have with money what has that been a hindrance to our progress as well yeah it has been you know i believe that we have two movements of civil rights we had the first one when we came to being free and being and being independent which some will say that we have not we have not yet gotten freedom we were let we were set free but we did not have freedom but the second movement is financial the, the second part of civil rights is being financially stable and financially free. Just because you let a dog outside and let them run free does not mean that they have freedom. There's a gate there. You have to move, remove that gate to give them that freedom that they can run anywhere that they want to and they have dominance over whatever they're being free of. And so that is what we have to look at. And so, and the, the first step to that is economic stability. We, as, as Martin Luther King so eloquently said, is that we got an insufficient fund check. We got, black Americans got an insufficient fund check. We, and this is where the Republican Party comes in, is because this is what we're trying to do, is trying to fill that void. Is that black people, yes, we are free in America. Yes, we have 
you know, we can, you know, a black man was president, but we still do not know how to grow our money as a community. We still do not know that we have to start investing in our in, in business and in, in, we have to start investing, we have to start becoming more business owners. And this is what the Republican Party promotes. However, if they can if, if they understand that the Democratic Party does not want this to happen, that's why they're constantly attacking small businesses. That's why they're constantly attacking the smart stock market. That's why they're constantly attacking anyone who is pulling themselves up by their own bootstraps. They- constantly, constantly do it. And Deontay knows what it is to be a target. I know what it is to be a target. And folks, when you hear this conversation here on the C.L. Bryant Show, Bridge to Conversation, I know a lot of times the earnesty that uh, we bring to the airwaves, you have not heard it said in this way, especially from the vehicles, the men who are saying them. Uh, Deontay, you know, I've been around, I'm, I'm, I'm older than you, a few years older than you, several years older than you, but this is what I would like, I, I want you to, to speak to. Uh, I can remember Joe Biden saying the same thing to black folks 40 years ago. And he's still, he's, he's, he's speaking, he's the same speech he's still giving. Why is it, how is it that, that we, uh, and I'm not talking about you and I, of course, but how is it that black folks en masse can possibly buy into the same patriot, uh, uh, patronizing type of uh, uh, conversation that Joe Biden wants to engage with, with the black community? How is it possible we still swallow that, that line of jargon? How, how is it possible? Well, you know the phrase, if you knew better, you do better? Yeah. That's where that 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 that's, that relates to right now because it's so much of a generational thing. We're constantly as a generation. We're constantly uh, we're constantly voting places voting Democratic because our parents, our grandparents, did that. But no one is stopping and thinking, why am I voting Democrat? And if you ask them, if you ask many voters, many African American voters, they don't know. It's because my mother did it. It's because my father did it. It's my grandmother did it. And that's what I'm always that's what I'm always going to do. But no one is stopping and seeing what the benefit uh, is. You know, you talk about how Joe Biden was talk how he talked forty years ago and how we talk about what he did with the crime bill. But you know what? Let's talk about forty uh forty weeks ago or let's talk about forty days ago. Or let's talk about four months ago when Joe Biden became the president of the United States without telling black people anything that he was going to do for them. Let's talk about how a president can become the president of the United States without talking directly to one of the biggest demographics in our country and giving them hope. He gave them no hope. He just said, listen, here's some chicken, here's some fried catfish nuggets. Vote for me. And, and there they go, voting for the fried catfish nuggets and the chicken. And they did, listen, you Latinos, they did you the same way. And, and, and our memories must be very, very short. I don't understand, you know, and of course, both of us worked on the, the campaign and with the campaign, uh, Deontay. Uh, but uh, this is the thing that I just don't understand, how short our memories can be. We have forgotten what this nation was like when we were in Obama land for black young people because they were unemployed. They didn't have no jobs. And it wasn't until COVID that this thing began to slide back downhill. And it looks like Joe Biden is rushing us back to Obama land. What was Obama land like? Refresh our memories on it, Deontay Johnson. Well, you know, uh, there was no jobs. Uh, African-American 
unemployment rate was at an all-time high. Uh, you know, we talked about the business ownership amongst Black Americans was ridiculous. I mean, we talked about our economy. Our economy was just... It was ridiculous that, you know, we, we, we failed so much as a, as a nation under Obama that it was sad. And we talk about our infrastructure. We talk about things like, you know, and Joe Biden wants to continue to take us back there. We've seen with the Keystone Pipeline construction uh, where we have 11,000 employees that's going to be out of a job. And so the, we, we, were in, we were in one of the biggest recessions under Obama. We were in the housing crisis under Obama. We, and what happened was is President Trump came in and literally poured us out of that. He poured us out of that, and he poured us out of there pretty fast. You know, if, so for a president to do that in four years. Yeah, it was amazing. Amazing. It was, it was absolutely amazing. amazing. It was amazing. But we were, so we were down so low that... There was no, there was no hope that he promised. There was no change. There was a change, and the change was we, our financial system, our financial situations changed. That was the change that he provided. Yeah. And the hope that he provided was there was no hope. There was no. There was absolutely no hope, and we were so much in a rut. And when President Trump became president, businesses came back over to America. Yeah. Yeah. Businesses came back over to America. And mom and pop businesses. Yeah, and mom and pop businesses in every community, I don't care what community it was, they were breathing again. They had coins jangling in their cash registers. Even those who were working on the ex- the ex- the pipeline, the, the ones who were working on the pipeline, even in those little communities where that pipeline ran through, their restaurants were booming. They had coins in their pockets. Now it's it's gone. It's it's gone. Deontay, tell everyone how to get in touch with you, how to engage and help uh, black uh, conservative federation if they're so inclined. Well, they can visit us on Twitter at BCF official underscore. They can follow me personally on Twitter at BCF president. Um, They can visit us again at BCFaction.com. To find out more about us, if they want to donate, we are still fighting. Uh, we knocked 300,000 doors this election cycle for President Trump and for the um, state before the U.S. Senate elections in Georgia. So we're always looking for donations to make sure that we're stumping on the ground. We have people on the, in the field. And you can also see us in on Facebook at Black Conservative Federation. Um, to find out more. But listen, we're not done. We're not defeated. We are still fighting. The fight is continuing, and we are going to continue to fight. Why? Because America is worth fighting for. Here, here, my good brother. Here, here. America is worth fighting for. I want to thank you so much for being on with me, Deontay Johnson. Uh, continue to fight the good fight. I know that you will because you are fighting the good fight. I have one last question for you, Deontay. You got three minutes left. And I want you to take it. Um, legacy. When it's all said and done and you're sitting on your porch, looking off into the sunset, rocking in the chair, and uh, what would you want people to remember about you and the work that you've done? Talk to us. Well, you know, I want people to remember that I did not give up. 
Um, I did not give up. I continued to keep on fighting. Even when the odds was against me and the party, I continued to keep on fighting. And I want to fight. The reason that I fight is because I want my future children, my nieces and nephews, to be able to inherit an America that is freer than it was when I inherited it. Glory to God, man. Couldn't have been said better. Thank you so much for being on. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Rev. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant Show, and I want to thank Deontay for coming on with me. Uh, I uh, really admire him. Never get a chance, got a chance to tell him just how much. And um, but uh, want to have him on regularly. Michelle, let's make sure that we get uh, Deontay Johnson on the show regularly. I want to give them uh, exposure uh, as we begin to go. As all of you know, I am moving uh, the show to Florida. I'm relocating to Florida. Hutchinson Island is where uh, we'll be emanating uh, from, and I want to uh, make sure that um, we we have quality conversation, quality guests, people that uh, yeah that are new to you, and of course people who are familiar to you come on. Got it. Uh, Judge Janine um, Beyond Dinesh uh, is coming on, uh, uh, getting Sean back on once we. Uh, get all move, uh, and it's just very. It's a very easy move, but I'm going to have to expand. Uh, probably going to have to get a um, a studio space so I can set my studio up there in a studio space. But I'm going to expand the operation. Of course, we're doing the YouTube, going to do the YouTube thing as well. And I would honestly like to, if we're going to, I mean, when we do the YouTube thing, I would honestly like to bring someone into my um personal space in in a studio type of setting so that i can interview them uh for youtube of course radio and everything as well so we got to figure out how that how that how that works out and how that pans out uh too and um a lot of things just, just so many things that i you know got to be doing here in the next in this year this 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 year in 2021 the whole thing has taken on a, a, a different new a totally different vibe and so um come on go along with us as we grow and glow and uh receive the blessings of almighty god uh stand under the windows of heaven and let him pour out the the, the blessings that Hopefully, I trust his word. And, I, and when I say hopefully, I'm not saying I'm doubting that it's ever going to happen. That's where my hope is. My hope is in his word. Hopefully, in his word, uh, he pours out the, 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 the blessings out of his window upon you. I'm just standing under the window. Let it rain. <laughs> Let it rain. Open the windows, the floodgates of heaven. I'm CL. Back, home stretch when I return. You thought I was worth saving. So you came and changed my life. You thought I was worth keeping. So you cleaned me up inside. You thought I was to die. Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. 
And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. I do the best I can. Always lend a helping hand. And for the flag I stand. CL, home stretch of the CL Brian Show today. And I want to thank you for uh, coming along with us and being with us uh, here throughout the uh, duration of the show. I, 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 you know, in in the business that, that I'm in, of course, you want people to be where they can hear your show at the time that your show is on, right? But the reason that you have uh, apps and stuff like, like the C.L. Bryant Show app, which you can download free, is so you can listen to the show anytime you want to. And see what he's talking about. See what he talked about today. See who he had on. You know, that type of thing. Now, there's a, a plus and a, there's a pro and a con. And, of course, this may sound very jaded that I'm about to say this. There's a pro and a con to it. When when people are off work, I mean, when, when, when COVID had shut down everything, uh, numbers for this show was off. They're in the stratosphere. Stratosphere. And people became familiar with the show, and, you know, it became very familiar. So over the last year, it has really, really boomed, bloomed, boomed. Yeah. And I would much rather people listen to the app and then have a job. Listen to it at work if you can. Live if you can. But if you, I'd much rather people have a job. And my numbers don't be nearly as good as they are, you know, and, and that mean because when, when, when people don't work, my numbers boom, my numbers are through the roof. We give them, a, we give them something to latch on to and hold on to a cause. And if you're looking for a good cause to be a part of, go to freedomworks.org, freedomworks.org, and become a part of uh, the largest grassroots movement in uh, the nation. I happen to be a senior fellow there, and so not for nothing, I um, uh, certainly want you to check us out at freedomworks, freedomworks.org. Yeah. Fauci, of course, is wanting to rain on your parade. You super bowlers, not really. I'm going to do something. I, I don't know. You know, last year, because um, it was approaching a, a very traumatic time that would, would turn out to be in February for me, I didn't have much, any type of joy um, in February, period. Valentine's just passed. And, of course, uh, I did what I do, had always done for um you know, my wife at that time. And um, so I, I said, I remember, I remember this vividly. I was saying to myself, well, maybe next Super Bowl um, she'll be better and uh, we'll go on. And, and truly, she is much better. She is, she's a zillion times better now. There's no question about it. Experiencing a world and joys unknown uh, to mortal people. But uh, I said that maybe next year the Super Bowl will be different. But guess what? Fauci 
this Dr. Fauci, who I didn't even know his name then, but everybody knows his name now. He's um, one of the, the people who likes to rain on everybody's parade. And Fauci is saying, don't let Super Bowl parties become super spreaders. Um, well, <laughs> what do you do? Is there anything to do? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I uh, wanted, I'd like to go off the grid for uh, a couple of days. I'd like to go off grid for three or four days and come back after the Super Bowl. <laughs> but um, wh- where do you go? What do you do? Who are you going to be with? I mean, you know, what, do you, what, this is a mess. And the only thing, and, and, and glancing over at the um, the screen, you have Jen Psaki who doesn't know anything. She has to get back to you on everything. She doesn't know anything. Uh, have, have you noticed how vague she is? Have you noticed how closed off she is? Donald Trump would tell you anything. Kaylee McEnany would tell you anything. Sean Spicer, Sandra, would tell you anything. Sandra Huckabee would tell you anything. It was transparent. They would answer questions. upon. This is so guarded. You don't know nothing. It just amazes me how you buy this stuff. They haven't done, they've never done anything for you. Never. Joe Biden has never done anything for you. I told you earlier, I'm telling you again, his own party up until there was Bernie Sanders didn't want him. Elizabeth Warren will never know how close she could have come if you would erase Pocahontas you just take that away and she could have somehow lived that down or not have ever gone there. If, if that could have been a reality for her, she just does not realize how close she may have come to having the election stolen in her favor. Because even she was more popular than Joe Biden. At one time, before she became Pocahontas. Even she was more popular in the Democrat Party than Joe Biden. Bernie Sanders, among young people, and I'm talking about up to 45, let's say 50, be the cutoff for me in talking about young people. All 60. To 75, 80 years old, you're middle-aged these days. At least that's what I'm going to make it. And uh, keep an eye on AARP. That's what we hope to make it. From 60 to 80, middle-aged. You don't start getting older or more mature until you're 85. That's the new world that we live in. 
And then from 85, you might have a shot at living to 105, 110 easily. In good health, good cognitive skills. That's the bold new medical world that we're facing if it's not uh, stymied, squandered by people we've put in office like uh, Joe Biden. They want to rob you. They will rob you. So uh, here we go. Same old, same old that um, we've been hearing for years. Uh, the Trump, uh, the uh, Biden camp is closed off. Jen Psaki doesn't tell you anything. They treat you like idiots, expect you to believe whatever they, they tell you. They're not open about anything. They don't they don't. And just just pay attention to the press conferences and the, you will see that the um, uh, reporters, the people who are there, the news people who are there. It is like a day at the dog park. It is like a day at the dog park. It's such easy bantering questions that. I mean, uh, nothing, nothing. So there you go. All right. Where do we go from here? Huh? Can't pack it in. Not yet. And and the question has to be when when is that CEO when, when is there ever a time to pack it in as an American? You know what? At this moment, no. I say no. At this moment, things change. Things change. But at this moment, no. But things change. When will and, and you know what? I have a feeling that you'll know. You'll know. When it's time to pack it in. You'll know. When it's over. You'll know. It seems like uh, it, it can't be far away if things keep going the way they are. But we still have a fighting chance. Uh, Super Bowl parties frowned on by Dr. Fauci. So what do you do? What do I do? What I do with me? Huh? What do I do with me? All of us are coming out of a cave and some of us are coming out of, uh, you know, grief and a cave. And you find yourself doing things that you used to do with someone else. You're doing it alone for the first time in your entire life. For the first time in your entire life, you're alone. And it's not, it, it is n- nothing more sobering than to realize that you're, you're, you're facing whatever the future happens to be by yourself. You're alone. Children, yeah, there you have them, yeah, but but you are you are an individual. You're alone. The two are no longer one. 
So, my fellow Americans, whatever state you are in, weigh very carefully your next step and pray God orders it in his word. As I am, I am, I am moving, I am stepping and uh, on faith, I am, I am traveling with a promise. Yeah, yeah, I'm traveling with a promise. And friends, I got to tell you this. When you're traveling with a promise, there is nothing that can stand in your way with that promise comes from your creator. I am traveling with a promise. And Americans, I do believe that the founding documents that we have had gave all of us permission to expect the opportunity by virtue of being citizens of this country. I believe those founding documents gave all of us the opportunity to travel with a promise. A promise of being able to fulfill your life, your liberty, and your freedom. That's the promise that every American can travel with, but you have to pursue all of them. You have to pursue your life, your liberty, and you pursue your happiness, which you get with your freedom. Well, I want to thank God for bringing us to the close of yet another day. And I want to thank him for bringing us uh, for our men and women in uniform around the globe who defend our right to speak our minds. And until I am able to talk to you again, I'm CL. And my heartfelt desire for each and every one of you is that God would bless and keep you all. Mm-hmm.